Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 840, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Welcome back to another Friday show where I play your questions and simply answer them. On all the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you like an audiobook, with permission from the authors. To those of you that have already sent me a question, I thank you, and I promise I listen to every question, and if you've sent one in, I will answer it. If you haven't sent me a question and are wondering, well, what's in it for you? Am I really going to give you accurate advice? I really try and make sure that the information I share here is as accurate as possible. And to do that, I try and look at the research. What do the actual data say? And if you're wondering, well, how do I know how to do that? Where do I get this information? Well, I do have my doctor of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master of public health degree with an emphasis in health promotion and health education. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. When I'm not doing this podcast, I actually hold three faculty positions at various higher education institutions. I actually recently just switched positions. I'm now at California State University, San Bernardino, where I'm part of their nutrition faculty. I've also published research on the effects of diet and weight management, and I've been interviewed by over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on health and wellness and nutrition and lifestyle change. So again, I share this with you in the hopes that you have some confidence in that what I'll tell you is relatively accurate. Now, I'll let you know how you can send in your own question at the end of the show. But for now, let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. My name's Andrea. Um, Thanks so much for doing this podcast. I love it and listen to it regularly. So my question for you has a lot of layers. Essentially, I want to know if I am ever going to be capable of lifting more weight than I already do. I exercise on a daily basis and try to incorporate strength training and weightlifting as much as possible. And I um, am familiar with microcycling, but at a certain point, I just kind of reach a limit to how much I can lift. And maybe it's because I'm small. I'm 5'2 and have a small frame, but I just want to be able to lift more and I'm wondering if that's even possible or if there's a way um, that you would recommend me to get there. I should also mention that I'm vegan, mainly plant-based diet. I eat a lot of protein um, via beans, 
nuts, tofu, etc. But part of me wonders if I need to be eating more, but I also do eat a lot and I'm not interested in gaining fat. Let me know if you have an answer for me. Thank you so much. Thank you for your question, Andrea. I'm so glad that you enjoy the show. Thank you for your kind words. As someone who's not very imposing physically either, I'm only 5'6 and a half, I can understand how lifting heavier weight can seem a bit out of reach. I have small wrists, so small that most adult watches don't fit me. But I'm going to tell you right now, it is possible to lift more weight no matter your size. Now, I completely understand that some of what I'm going to share with you is from my perspective, which may be different from someone that identifies as female, for example. But luckily, many of the tried and true foundational exercise physiology concepts works for most, regardless of gender. And so I'll also pull from there. For the longest time, I was not able to do a single pull-up. I also couldn't seem to put on any mass on my biceps and forearms. My workout buddy would be adding weight like crazy to his biceps curls and brag about how tight his sleeves are getting. But it seemed no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't get my biceps and forearms to grow. You heard the saying, sun's out, gun's out. Well, for me, if the sun was out, my biceps were tucked asleep safely into a long sleeve shirt. Between my small biceps and already small shoulders, tank tops were not something I could comfortably sport. So I was super jealous and frustrated. I started saying things like, well, I guess it's just not in my genes to have bigger arms. I even started eating more, thinking that was holding me back. Oh, how wrong I was. I ended up gaining 30 pounds and my arms still looked the same. Here was the problem. My buddy and I weren't training at the level my body needed. How did I know what my body needed? I didn't at the time, but I eventually found out by trying different routines. And I talked about this earlier this week. Back then, my workout buddy and I were using some of the workouts prescribed in Arnold Schwarzenegger's Encyclopedia of Modern Bodybuilding. Now, don't get me wrong. That book was very influential for me and so much of what's written there rings true to this day. But looking back, I see that my buddy and I weren't lifting in a way to help stimulate my muscles to grow. Much of what we were doing called for six to 10 repetitions of a bunch of movements that targeted the biceps and forearms with three minute rests in between lifts. We'd spend over an hour in the gym working these muscles according to this routine and I had nothing to show for it. So what I ended up doing is essentially starting over. I left the old routines behind and tried something different. I finally gave in to some coworkers of mine that pushed me to try high-intensity volumetric training. Basically, you end up doing a bunch of movements at a lighter weight with very little rest in between. This new routine woke my body up. I didn't really notice anything at first, but I kept at it because I liked how I felt after this type of training. But soon, sure enough, my shirt sleeves did start to feel a little tighter. And as a bonus, my shoulders started to grow. So here's the point of my long, drawn-out story. Mix things up. But don't worry, I won't leave you hanging with just that. Andrea, you mentioned that you are consistent with your exercise and that you incorporate strength training into your routine. So it may be time to mix things up. Let me give you some more specifics. For those that are experienced, the American College of Sports Medicine says if you want to build more muscle, aim to lift 80 to 100% of your one repetition max. Lift this weight one up to eight times when you go a little lighter with a three to five minute rest in between each set. 
Then repeat these lifts for three to five sets. Now the issue here is that you have to find out what your one repetition max is. That can be dangerous depending on the lift. I don't want to get injured, so I don't go for my one rep maxes very often. If you want to get to your one rep max, you basically have to continue adding more weight until you can't lift that weight anymore. You can see why this would be dangerous. But there is a workaround. The American College of Sports Medicine says an alternative is to lift a lighter weight, but for more reps. So instead of always trying to lift super heavy, incorporate higher repetitions, but at a lighter weight. So say you normally lift 15 pounds eight times when you do biceps curls. So try decreasing the weight, like lifting, let's say, 10 pounds more times, let's say 25 reps. Then at the very end, on that 25th repetition, if you make it that far, don't just drop the weight. Hold it in a flexed position for as long as you can. Then you can put the weight down. Repeat that one more time, then move on to a different exercise using that same structure. But you can't do that form of training forever. The muscles will adapt and therefore stop growing. And frankly, it's exhausting. So you can mix it up by throwing in some weeks where you do a five by five. This I stole from Dan John, author of the book, Never Let Go. A five by five means you choose a weight that you can only lift five times. So it's a little safer than picking a weight you can only lift one time. Then you perform five sets of those five repetitions. I've also found using pyramids works well for me. A pyramid, let's say we use the example of the biceps curls, would be you performing 10 reps, then nine reps, then eight reps, and so on increasing the weight by a little bit as you decrease the number of reps. Try and rest only 30 seconds in between sets. If you perform these correctly, you would have completed 55 repetitions total of just biceps curls in this example. 10 reps plus nine reps plus eight reps, you get the idea equals 55. But here's the thing. You can then go back down the pyramid by performing one rep at a heavy weight, then two at a slightly lighter weight, then three at a slightly lighter weight than before, and so on. You can also do a ladder. A ladder is the same concept, but you don't change the weight. So you'd perform one rep, then two reps, then three reps. You just keep the weight the same. And here again, you can rest 30 seconds in between sets. Using these types of training methods and provided your form is perfect, you can lift more weight. I have met women who are under five feet, three inches and can deadlift more than me. So please don't feel that your height or your frame is holding you back. As I mentioned, I am what many would classify as short with a small frame, but I can lift heavier than some guys that are over six feet tall. For you, Andrea, I wouldn't say you need to concern yourself with eating more. It sounds like you're pretty conscientious about your diet already. Instead, it's probably going to come down to trying something new and giving these new methods a real chance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster 
and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Andrea. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to send in a question, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61-I-LOVE-OHD. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. All right, that'll do it for this week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits.